the, the, the games are over, but the game never stops. Never stops. This is College Football Overtime with Garrett Chapman and Abe Gordon. I do want to discuss where your college football playoff rankings are. Um, I think we're going to disagree with who's number one, just in general. Uh, I have Georgia. That's where I, I think that they showed me something on Saturday. I'm, 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 I'll be honest with you, Garrett. I, I've been very hesitant to put Georgia there. Uh, they have not beaten a very good quality of opponent. They have not looked very good. This was the right time for them to look good against a decent opponent. If you go by rankings, Florida would have been ranked 26 in terms of uh, that nonsense if you extend it down the list. Sure. And, and Georgia looked great. Um, there's no, there's no denying it. I have not voted Georgia number one at any point this season. I also have them number one right now. Yeah, I think they, they, they showed that they're the best team in the country. It was you a know? good time to have your best effort. The, the, the a couple of days before the college football play playoff committee will get together and talk this through. It was mm-hmm. a good timing for that. I have Georgia one. Yeah, and look, they've they played two big games. Really, I guess you could quantify two big games. The ranked opponent with Kansas, or excuse me, with Kentucky coming to town, um, and then you have a streaking Florida team. Like you said, this was a team that was just outside of the top twenty-five. Yeah, but they kicked them both in the teeth. Yeah, and they beat one thirty by thirty-eight points, and then the latter by twenty-three. And it, it was not just the fact that they won; it's the fact that they won in resounding fashion and dominating mm-hmm. fashion in a game in games that really weren't close. Um, no, you get past the second the, about halftime, and, and it was just all she wrote. Uh, in both of those games. And I think that they're the best team in the country. Even even though they lose Brock Bowers, they look better on offense, or they don't miss a beat, I should say. Not better. Number two, I'm going to go with Michigan. That's another team who hasn't really played a lot of good teams. I mean, you can actually make an argument that UNLV is the best team on their on their resume right now. Now that's going to change when you have to play Ohio State down the road, and you got to play Penn State on November 4th. And look, they're going to have opportunities to show up and show out, but they had the bye week this week to prepare for Penn State, and we'll see how that affects. And we saw Penn State kind of stumble uh, because I think they might have been looking ahead, uh, but not the point. Michigan is the second best team in the country. They've shown it. They've been dominant every game that they played. Before I agree with you, let's jump to number three real quick. Who do you have at three? Ohio State. Okay, so I have them flipped right now. That's why okay, I, that's I assumed you had the Buckeyes there. I'm solely on the basis of quality win. That's hey, fair. Look, Michigan has been more impressive. But Ohio State does have the resume builders uh, when you regards to Notre Dame, in regards to Penn State. I, I think those are more impressive than anything Michigan's done. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I'm slowly dropping Michigan down the list. And look, you got to remember the committee builds things out mm. in, in case certain things happen. They want flexibility to move Michigan up if need be. It, they 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 can't. It would be a tough sell to have them up and then drop them if they Makes don't sense. lose. And so they're, they're very storyline based. They understand the upcoming games in the schedule. They're going to, in my opinion, they're going to have them behind Ohio state because of the resume with the opportunity to have them jump Ohio state. Uh, if they are able to beat Penn state uh, in a game you mentioned. Yeah. And I think you made a good point. It's, it's just the resume builders. I think Ohio state, yeah. you can make an argument that they have the two best wins in the country uh, of anybody. I mean, you could also say Florida state has those, but I wouldn't say Clemson's that great of a win now. LSU was surged recently, right. but we'll see later down the road. Um, we'll get into Florida State. I'm sure we'll we'll both have them here somewhere. But uh, Ohio State, I just think, has more pressing issues just in general. I know Marvin Harrison is running, looking like a front runner for the Heisman Trophy. He just 
just a stud. I mean, there's, there's not on, much man. else. Throw there's not 18, much that this baby. guy can't do. Um, just number 18, six receptions, 123 yards, two touchdowns against Wisconsin last week. Trevion Henderson finally showed up, 162 yards and a touchdown. I've been praying for, yeah. for them to find a rushing attack. I and know, it looks yeah. like they finally found something with Trevion Henderson because he got healthy. And I think that they've been just desperately looking for a rushing attack to, to just get healthy. Mike Williams has been struggling with injuries. I mean, they, they were down to their third string running back and he got hurt. It's just been a, a brutal stretch for the Buckeyes. I think once those guys get back and healthy and, and they'll do what Trevion Henderson just did on Saturday and just run all over uh, the opposition, which was unfortunately for them, Wisconsin. Uh, but the offense has been largely inconsistent, too mm-hmm. inconsistent for me to put them over Michigan. Um, and Kyle McCord just he was picked up twice in this game against Wisconsin. It was just a sloppy game. Um, I don't know. I can't really stomach the idea of having them at number two, just with how ugly their wins have been. But hey, wins are wins. They beat yeah. Penn State at home, and and that's a stout Penn State defense. But did they beat them because the offense just couldn't get it done? I don't know. But the defense has been exceptional for Ohio State, and I don't want to take that away from them because I want to give that that shout out. Jim Knowles has done. Incredible things with that defense, and, 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 uh, and credit to him. And again, you're jumping Michigan. If my if my rankings are, you're jumping them immediately over Ohio State sure. if they beat Penn State. And, and yeah, so, of course. Let, let's move on to four and no, five. Real quick, I, I do want to say this real quick before we yeah. move on. Michigan, it's not going to happen this week. It's not going to happen, it, or it might. I don't know. Did they get punished for the sign stealing thing in the rankings by the College Football Playoff Committee? No, 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 no. You don't think so? No. Okay. I, look, first off, I think it's very easy to defend Michigan being ranked as low as five. I think it is too. I think it's very easy to defend that in terms of they just don't have the resume. And if if they're remember the committee will come out and explain this, they'll explain why they rank team. I think it's very easy for them if they wanted to control the narrative and say, look, they simply don't have the opponents that these other schools do. Uh, there's no doubt about it. They they do every school that we're going to rank has a better win than than michigan would um so in terms of that sort of punishment uh you know maybe they can defend having them as low as five but i i don't think that is going to be the case i think i think you're probably right um i would be very surprised but yes let's move on to oh, well, hold on i mean i'm gonna i want to control this a little bit because okay, you control i think you, you and i you are gonna drive. have the same four and five just like we, we have the same two and three it might be flipped in order Okay. Let me jump down to six and just ask, do you have Oregon at six? I do have Oregon at six. Okay. So you're, I assume you're going Florida state, Washington in some combination at four or five. I have Washington and Florida state. Some who combination you, at four. So, or five. so now break it down to me. Who do you have I, at four? I have Washington at number four. Okay. I flipped. I knew we were going to flip it, man. I, I flipped it. Would. I flipped it. Yeah. The win against Oregon does too much for me. You talked about resume. I, Understood. I think the, Oregon is the I have them at number six in the country, you know. Sure. Um, and I think that's a big deal for them. And I nearly dropped them because of the way they've been playing the last two Wait, weeks. And, and and that's exactly what what led yeah. to my decision is you look, we talked about Georgia. I bumped them in the rankings because of how they looked on Saturday. Washington sure. in the last two weeks, the, even with that win over Oregon, which was an outstanding one, I did decide to drop them down to five in those rankings. Uh, just just because they've been a little dicey since that that win over the Ducks. So, um, yeah, I, I could see it going either way. I have absolutely no arguments against you putting Washington ahead of Florida State. I have no problem with it. 
Um, I, I decided the other way just because of how they've looked recently. I think um, it's fine. But but there's yeah. no arguments again. And I'm like like you have Oregon six. I have Oregon six too. So you're talking about a win over number six mm -hmm. uh, right there. Uh, so I I can certainly understand that uh, as well. In fact, it, it look. I know we talked about Michigan. Make the case for Florida State, though. Make the case for Florida State. Why are they number four? It's solely because I think they've been a little bit more impressive recently. Well, Jordan Travis, Jordan Travis was killer. Uh, yeah, they just dominated Wake Forest. I wanted to see a complete performance from them. Uh, I know I mean, we talked 41, about their... 16. I would call that you. I mean, you, I'm and that's not it. saying you're not calling it that, but I mean, no, that, that... It, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, going into last week, I really wanted to see the complete performance against who I considered a, a, a competent, strong opponent. I mean, we talked about what they were going to do against Dino Babers and in Syracuse, but they've since just fallen off the map. I mean, they're, they're winless in the ACC right now. They've looked hapless. Yeah. So I wanted to see what they did look like against a pretty good Wake Forest team on uh -huh. the road. And I know John Fricky and I talked about it on Saturday mornings on college football game time on sports radio, 92, nine, the game, find it anywhere on the Odyssey app, shameless plug that I'll make another two or three times on this podcast. But I wanted to see them put it together in all phases of the game and not just with big plays like what they, they had against LSU or, or the big fumble against uh, Clemson on the road. Right. I wanted to see them do it in all phases of the game. And they did it on Saturday. Trey Benson made plays on the ground through the air. The running back, Jordan Travis, had 359 yards and four total touchdowns. But more impressively, the defense showed up in a big way. They held a pretty good Dave Clawson offense to 210 total yards, you know? This is a team that looks has looked objectively better as the weeks have gone on. I'm worried that they have some minefields down the stretch. We talked about Florida earlier in the podcast. Miami is another team, but we're not going to talk mm -hmm. about them today, but they're a good team. And I think that they can absolutely beat Florida State if they play their best football. They got some minefields that they need to address, but they look like a they, they're cooking right now. And they control their destiny. So win out yeah. and you're in. Look, I'm not punishing Ohio State for a game they probably should have lost against Notre Dame. I mean, you're literally a single they play away. Lost that game, yeah. You're a single play away. I I'm not punishing Florida State for a game they probably should have lost against Clemson because if you don't make that single play, that's a different game as well. Uh, obviously, sure. referring to the fumble uh, that led to an immediate touchdown. I mean, that that swung it that entire game. Of course, it did. Um, yeah. But I will say this: since that Clemson game. Uh, they beat Virginia Tech by 20-something. They beat Syracuse by 30-something. They beat Duke by 18, uh, which is a very a top 15 Duke team at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it was they a beat, good Duke team. Yeah, and, and they Duke beat uh, Wake Forest by 25. So they have been impressive. And, and when I'm trying to compare, and I agree with you, Washington's individual win over Oregon is better than the combination of beat LSU and beat Clemson. I do agree yeah. with you on that. Um, but in terms of who's impressed me, recent form, um, and, and it doesn't matter because both teams control their destiny. They went out sure. to be where they need to be. So it really doesn't matter uh, who you flip-flop four and five. Um, I have Florida State four. You have Washington four. Um, I, I just have not seen enough from Washington the past two weeks. Um, they beat Stanford this weekend by, uh, uh, what, nine points? Egregious. And, egregious uh, performance. And the week before that, it was 15 to seven against Arizona State. Uh, they did get the Arizona Oregon State win, team. but even going back to before that, at Arizona was a touchdown game. So Arizona's uh, a good team. Hasn't been, it, yeah. No, I, I'm not taking away that, but it's just they haven't been dominant. They haven't been impressive, and Florida sure. State has been that. Um, so, so that's why I have them. I'll, I'll be honest. The more I think about it, though, 
the more I might, I would not be surprised just going back to what we talked about with Michigan. I would not be surprised if because of the lack of resume wins, they have Michigan at five ahead of Oregon. I'm not, I would not do that because I think Michigan's been so impressive, no matter the quality opponent. Um, But again, they're always looking for storylines and talking points and to control whatever narrative they Mm -hmm. want to control. If you take in this cheating scandal, along with the idea that they have flexibility to jump them because of the quality opponents that are coming on the schedule. Um, Michigan's the one team that kind of floats around. I think you and I both agree Ohio State's going to end up above Florida State and Washington, no matter what the numbers themselves yeah. are. So it'll that that's the one where that's the wild card team for me is Michigan. They they could be as high as I guess theoretically they could be as high as one, um, or, or they probably could be as low as five. I can't and, really see them going any lower than that. But no, no, the committee also has it wouldn't a, be lower than five. For, no, but no they, they, They're the only team that I think could be anywhere between one and five. But this is where we get into this conversation between uh, Brett McMurphy talked about this on Dukes and Bell last week on Sports Radio 92 and the game. Find it anywhere on the Odyssey app. <laughs> Shameless plug again Let's for at least the second time of the show. Um, but Brett, McMurph- Mur- Brett McMurphy mentioned that it's like, is this a conversation between best team versus most deserving team? It's a combination. Is Michigan, is Michigan the most deserving team? Sort of. I mean, they've looked really good. But the best win, like I said, is against UNLV. They have been the the most consistently dominant. They have. There's no denying that. But you do take into account the quality of the opponents. They do. You you have to. Yeah. So eh, we'll see. But they still still have two big games down the stretch. And, of course, you still got to play the Big Ten West and the rest of the Big Ten East if you're Michigan. I I do want to ask you this real quick, off record. Not off record, but off off topic. Mm Mm-hmm. Of your other four teams, the team other the four teams looking in right now, who I think three of them have a good chance of of playing their way almost or maybe at least into a conversation. I'm gonna say they're Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Ole Miss. Ole Miss is probably out just because they have the loss to Alabama. It's gonna, it might be their only loss this season, uh, but they still have to play Georgia down the road, so that might be you one forgot two one. losses. You forgot um one. Uh, I don't know. But if but if you're if you are Ole Miss, I just want to make the case for them real quick. You beat Georgia on the road. You are one loss team. Alabama wins the SEC championship game. You got an argument as a one loss conference, a non conference champion, to push your way in. I think it'd be very interesting. Oklahoma, of course, you control your own destiny. You're almost assuredly going to go to the Big Twelve title game unless you. Fall in your face or, or at Bedlam or, or somewhere else down the road. Alabama, they're, I mean, you win this weekend. This is a huge, huge game this weekend against LSU. When you win that and you're mathematically, it's almost impossible for you not to make it in. Uh, and then Texas, you win out, you got a great shot. Now, of course, you don't have Quinn Ewers, you don't have everything, but you have everything else, you know? And we're going to get into what, what uh, Texas did last week or on Saturday here in just a moment, but. Of those four teams, do you see a path in for any of them, or who has the best one? Yeah, I, I think you forgot one, though, and I think that's Penn State. I think they're still in this discussion. You're right. Well, um, and they're number they, 11 for me, though, I will say. No, right now, but yeah. because they have a potential win over a top five team, uh, it, you know, they would have to beat Michigan to stay in this conversation. And then they would, at that point, they would just. Like a rock. So I, I, yeah, but I, I think Texas is is the one. Um, I agree. 
they've, they've got the win over Alabama, which really is important to their cause because like we were talking about earlier, unlike Oklahoma, who does not have that quality win to rely on, mm-hmm. um, assuming – and now they also need Oklahoma to run the table now. Um, but, you know, Oklahoma is 10 right now. They're, they're probably not going to be jumped because – the combination of how teams would have to jump them would mean that teams above them would lose and fall. It, it, sure. it, 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 it trust me, it makes sense. Um, but for instance, if LSU were to beat Alabama, LSU might jump Oklahoma, but because of the loss, Alabama would drop back down. There, there's a bunch of those combinations of of results. So I think Texas season. is the one yeah. that um, at one loss probably still best controls their own destiny. Um, because of that road win in Alabama, I, I think they're holding on to that one very tightly because that's for them the biggest differentiator between um, any any team that's going to have a one loss argument. Um, you know, Oregon aside, they're they're in their own discussion as in terms of one loss teams. Sure.